Welcome everyone to this week's Cougar Chat. This is Father Joe. I'm the chaplain here at Lansing Catholic. I've also got Mr. Stolpa here. Hello. And we're going to start with some updates about things going on. Then we'll have a short interview with some of our students, Anna and Leah Richards. And then we'll end with some Q&A. Things going on. We had a big fundraiser last Friday, Corks and Cuisine. We did. It was a blast. Yeah. It was Jim was all decked out in the, the whites and blues and the colors. And the, the 80s band was there jamming the 80s hits. Yep. Had sort of the vibe of a, a wedding reception. It was pretty good. Father, have you? did you go to any dances in the 80s? I wasn't alive in the 80s. No. So probably not. It would have been more <laughs> no. difficult that way. I did know most of the songs, but there were a few that I was like, no, never heard this one. <laughs> I actually got an interview with Paula Wilcox. We'll listen to that here now. So I'm here at Corks and Cuisine. The gym is completely transformed. We've got Christmas lights, disco ball, live music. It's pretty amazing. So I'm here with Mrs. Paula Wilcox. She planned the whole event. So Paula, tell us a little bit about Corks and Cuisine. So Quirks and Cuisine was an event that we started about seven years ago. And so sort of a, an alternative to some of our other traditional fundraisers that were a little bit more banquet style and um, formal dinner. Um, we wanted something that was fun, um, a lower price point so that everybody could participate, um, something that was casual, uh, and we could just have a really good time. So the whole point of this particular fundraiser is really primarily, yes, raising dollars is always nice, but to get our community together, to have fun, to be with each other, inspire each other, and support each other, and to support Lindsay Catholic. So yeah, as you heard from Paula, it was a great event. Everyone should be there next year. Be sure to bring your dancing shoes. Did you dance at all? No, I don't dance, period. Ever? Well, if you want, if we're trying to raise money, <laughs> then you probably don't want me out there unless it's get him to stop, and we'll donate this much money to get him to stop. And but, <laughs> So we didn't have that feature this year. So I do kind of like dancing, but I'm a little self-conscious because whenever I do dance at events like this, people tend to take their phones out and take pictures and videos of my bad dance moves. Do you have a signature move? No. Like the sprinkler? Well, or? I used to do the worm, but the last time I tried that on a retreat, my back started to hurt pretty bad. So like the worm like, where you flatten yourself on the ground? Yeah. You know, you got to have good upper body strength and maybe it's just not quite there anymore. But. <laughs> Anyways, at the end, towards the end of the party, and I think Mr. Vries was behind this. I haven't asked her yet, but the band actually called me out by name to the dance floor. And then, so everyone who's already out there is like motioning me over. Come back and, out. We want father. Yeah. They so I gave into the peer pressure and I went and danced for a little while. And of wow. course, people took out their phones. I was like, put your phones away. Like, let's just have a good time. That wasn't a thing in the 80s. You didn't have to worry about picking out their big old brick phones and yeah. taking photos. Also, this week, we've got Ash Wednesday. So that'll be on... Wednesday, February 14th, happens to be Valentine's Day, but Ash Wednesday trumps that. This actually happened back in 2018. I remember I was at my first parish assignment, and at the time, I thought this was like a very rare thing. I must have done some research, and I remember preaching about it and saying this is like the only time it'll happen in 400 years. <laughs> Clearly, I had bad information because here we are that just a few years later. <laughs> yeah. So, so, Father, the ashes, like that's for one of the very few things that it's very christian and catholic there are certain denominations that do it as well why where did this come about do you know well to be honest i don't know a ton about the history of the ashes i mean it, it sort of makes sense for a lot of reasons it's very penitential putting ashes on your forehead it's a reminder of death which is one of the motivators to take seriously your faith it's not the only one but like you know we all are we are all going to die someday and that's the words that are spoken over you when you receive the ashes on your forehead and, and the ashes the we all know they're burned palm leaves right yep from the previous palm sunday the year before correct 
where do they burn these? Do they they have a big bonfire ceremony at at the diocese, or how do we get the ashes for this? I think most parishes just buy the ashes kind of pre-made. We did actually make them ourselves in my last assignment. We just had like a fire pit by the rectory just and just burned the, the ashes. Yeah. yeah, and you collect them and sort of sift them out so they're not all chunky. And So then how do we get them? Do we get them in a big old box and it's just ashes? Yeah, yeah. If you buy it from a uh, company, it'll Amazon? come Can you get it from of, Amazon? <laughs> you can get anything on Amazon. They probably have it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. So yeah, Ash Wednesday is coming up. So that's a day where we abstain from meat, just like all Fridays of Lent. But it's also a day of fasting, uh, so it's abstaining from meat and fasting. The only days that have both those things would be Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. But so if you're buying that. your sweetheart something for Valentine's Day, make sure it's not a turkey leg or anything like that. Yes, yes, that's those right. Those little sweet tart candy hearts, though, can you eat those? I suppose. There's no meat in them, I don't think. <laughs> I never liked those things, though, so. That's fair. You have them all to yourself, Stolpa. No, I like the ones that say, hug me. <laughs> Uh, and then also next week, I'll be gone because I'm going on a seminary visit. We've got a couple of students here from Lansing Catholic going. So we're going out to St. John Vianney College Seminary in Minnesota. That's my alma mater where I went for college. So I'll certainly say a prayer for all the guys going there that they'll make a good discernment. Looks like we have no school coming up on Monday, February 12th. It is a. Uh, it was one from last year's Corks and Cuisine as a prize. There's no school on Friday. The what is that? The 16th? February sixteenth. And no school on Monday the nineteenth. Nice. A lot of days off times. coming up, which is exciting. So for our interview today, we've got two of our senior varsity girls basketball team players, Leah and Anna Richards. They're twins. They've been students here for. This is your fourth year, right? Yeah. So thanks for coming on the show today. And I'm just curious, how long have you been playing basketball? Is this like your whole life? Um, I would say at a very young age, so probably around third or fourth grade, we started AAU together, and then we've been playing ever since. So Have you always been tall for your age? <laughs> yeah. Leah's always been a little taller than me, I think, but mostly I would say we've been tall for our age. So just natural, getting into basketball. Did you play basketball growing up, Stolpa? I did. So unlike the girls, I was not tall. I was, uh, as a, in fact, as a freshman in high school, I was 5'3 and 90 pounds. So I grew about a foot in between my sophomore and junior year. And believe me, I, I, I had like the big old goggles on, and I, I would have pushed myself into a locker if I could have because I was kind of a nerd. So, um, I yes, I did play. But So you guys, though, you won the state championship last year, right? Correct. And I remember one thing you said that, this group of girls, and I think there's, is there nine seniors? There yep. are nine seniors. You guys had said at one point that you've been playing together for so long. So how long has this kind of core group been together? There was like five of us, I would say, that all played on an AU team together, Michigan's Finest. So that was probably like in Was that the name grade. of it, or were you just calling yeah. yourselves Michigan's Finest? Yeah, okay. named Michigan's Finest. So that was like in fifth grade. And then we all kind of went to separate teams like the rest of high school or whatever but then in high school we all played again how many of you went to the did you guys go to st thomas yeah me and leah and then morgan wilcox went to st thomas okay and so then, you, the three of you played together then yep okay. so we played at st thomas for a year and then the rest of us like um tessa rowe and gabby hollowell they obviously went to other um, middle schools but then we did play with them throughout middle school too did you know when you guys played on the, the Michigan's Finest that you were all kind of this Catholic group who was going to go to Lansing Catholic together, or did it just kind of happen that way? 
No, I would say it just kind of happened that way, that we all somehow ended up at Lansing Catholic together, and then we've had a great four years together playing basketball together. So nice. it worked out great. Now, you both have already signed on to play at Hope College, right, in Holland? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's nice. Go out there with my sailboat in the summertime there in Lake <laughs> Makatawa. Maybe I'll see you. Uh, but I'm not very familiar with how this stuff works, getting recruited by a college. So how did that happen? What What's the process? Yeah, so we started probably our sophomore year just like looking at different colleges and then we our junior year I think at the end of the summer we had like a few offers from different schools so like Hillsdale looked at us, Grand Valley and then obviously Hope where we ended up going but pretty much because we played AAU basketball so that's like in the summer like going to different tournaments but then when did we commit or when did we decide? I would say it was the end of our junior year, which is kind of early for most people when they're being recruited. But since we like knew where we wanted to go, that's why we decided early. But I would say a really helped us like branch out where like other coaches could see and watch us. So that really helped us be able to figure out where we want to go and talk to other coaches. What's the farthest away you went for one of those tournaments? The last tournament we had for AAU was in um, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then we've also gone to Louisville, Kentucky, and then Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So there's some far ones. It's in a fine city, Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> Very good college there. So you had multiple offers, and you got to decide which one you wanted to go with? Yeah, we had three different ones, and then we decided Hope. Yeah. Which one of you two is older since you're twins? I'm older. By, by how like much? 48 minutes. 48? Yeah. That's usually more than I think that the... Yeah, usually it's two to three minutes. I was like, my yeah. wife is a twin in seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was there. Leah wanted a little alone time. <laughs> <laughs> so because you're twins and because you've kind of grown your whole life together and all that fun stuff, was there ever a time where you thought you would go to a different college from one another? Yeah, there was. So the first place that we visited was Hope and so that was like our first option and Anna was more like into it like she like kind of knew like that's where she wanted to go but I had like my mind open more because I was like well it's just the first one like I don't know if I'm gonna like stick with it so once we went to like a couple other schools then that's when I knew like okay I actually do like Hope with Anna so she was more like for sure I was more hesitant about it but now that we're going together, it makes sense, I feel like. Have you guys ever played on a separate team from one another? We have not. <laughs> we always played middle school and then high school and then obviously travel basketball. Yeah. What would happen if you had to play against each other? I don't know. Would it get personal? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> like one-on-one, it gets a well, little competitive. I mean, you guys have had to have played so many games of one-on-one in the mm-hmm. driveway yeah, and for the, sure. the gym. Who usually wins or is it tied 500 to 500 right now? <laughs> Probably pretty close to Ty. Obviously, she kind of has an advantage. She's a little taller. She can just post me up, but yeah. I bet it's pretty close. How real can you be with each other? Can you tell each other what you are doing wrong, what would help the team more? Yeah, I would say, obviously, like compared to other like teammates, like me and Leah can talk to each other more just because we know like we want what's best for each other. So I would say like in the game, I would say sometimes we do talk to each other, but then even after the game, just like saying something we thought each other did good or even something we thought we could like improve on. I think that definitely helps having a sister to do that with. So you're coming to the end of your time at high school, getting ready for a big transition. What are you uh, excited about moving on into college? I'm excited about the new opportunities that are going to be in college. I'm just looking forward to like making more friends and studying new classes. So yeah, I would say that stuff too. And then obviously being able to play basketball for 
four more years will be fun. But then also just like a new location, Holland's fun in Grand Rapids or Holland area. So I think just exploring a new location. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It's great having you. And don't be strangers next year. You're not too far away out there in Holland. So be sure to stop by and say hello. Really quick, plug your next game for us with Coach Reed. Next, well, we actually are going to play tonight, but then we play um, Friday against Eaton Rapids. Yeah, Eaton Rapids. All right, good luck to you guys and the team. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. All right, we're moving to the last part of our podcast, some Q&A. So we've got a couple of questions here that have been submitted. Remember, you can look in the link in the show notes for the podcast to submit your questions or topic suggestions. First question is, what is your prediction for our next snow day? Oh, gosh, we know it's not coming up here anytime soon. No. I'm going to say, and I don't know if this is a school day or not, but let's just go with March 13th. That seems. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to simplify that and go with March 15th, the Ides of March, Father. See, normally February seems like a good time to bet on, but it's been so mild, and it's supposed to be this mild for at least another week or so. So I think I'm going to bet early March, just to be a little more on the safe side, because later March it might be warming up again. I'm going to say March Third, March third. All right, so we got March third versus March fifteenth. March third is a Sunday, just to let you know. Oh no, let's do March (laughs) fourth. How'd you know that? Because my daughter's birthday is March March ninth. Very good. I backed it up a week to March second, which is Saturday. You know your kids' birthdays. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, I have it written on my hand. (laughs) Uh, Next question is for you, Mr. Stolpa. Where did you go to college, and what did you do before coming to Lansing Catholic? Oh, two different questions. Very good. So college, I went to Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hence the uh, allegiance to Milwaukee. Hence the allegiance to Milwaukee and to Marquette. Yes, I was there from 2000 to 2004. Uh, I majored in theology, and then I went to grad school in Ave Maria down in when I when I went down there, it was still in Naples uh, before they moved to the college and to the town. Right. Um, and so I've kind of bounced around ever since then, but most recently I was in Columbia, South Carolina, where I was the Latin teacher at a school called Dreher High School, um, spelled D-R-E-H-E-R, and it took me a while to realize how to, to pronounce that. Was it dreary at Dreher High School? That was a good joke, Father. <laughs> we, we call those dad jokes. For you, for you, they're father jokes, so well done. Uh, I'm sure no one ever made that joke about you guys. <laughs> no, no, no. I think there was a there was also a drear like state park down there, so he must have been a guy at some okay. point. Well, thanks everybody. That's all we got for today. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode of Cougar Chat to keep up with all the latest at Lansing Catholic. We'll see you later. We'll be here. <laughs>